welcome back to Yala Rocks. If you're binge listening, then you're probably really tired of hearing me say that, but I mean it every single time. I super appreciate the time that you spend here with me and our guests and the time and attention that you give your dance, even when you're not dancing. Today's episode is all about making your traveling steps musical, and our guest Chudney is absolutely one of my personal favorites when it comes to musicality. We all find that person who translates the music the way that we hear it, and Chudney is absolutely that person for me. So I am super excited to be inviting her back to the bundle in 2021 and having this episode where we can dive deeper into traveling steps and musicality. Traveling on anything but the beat can be really tricky, but being able to interpret different parts of the music through our movements around our dance space is an amazing layer that we can add that really takes our musicality to the next level. But I'll let Chudney tell you all about it. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. I'm your host, Tiffany. And today we have as our guest, the wonderful Chudney. Chudney, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be back and chatting with you. Um, I'm now in sunny Florida, so I'm out here enjoying the sunset. She's, she's come to join me in the Florida lands. <laughs> soon, soon we will see each other in person, I'm sure. I'll be making a trip down after, after bundle times. It'll be exciting. So Chudney, for people who are new to the podcast, give us a little bit of an introduction. Tell, tell people who you are, what you do, what your favorite parts of the dance are. Um, so I am a Egyptian style dancer. Um, I've been dancing for over 15 years and um, I really enjoy working with oriental style and I'm really digging deep into musicality. Yeah, if you guys haven't already, you should listen to the last episode we did with Chudney where we talked about finishing your moves and we got a little bit into the musicality because that's something that I have always really loved about Chudney's dancing. Um, She's fantastic. She's an absolutely fantastic teacher. So definitely, definitely check that out. But today we are going to talk about your contribution to the 2021 Belly Dance Bundle, which is making it musical, traveling steps, right? So hitting right onto that musicality portion of the dance that you, you really kind of, I mean, you really identify with the music when you dance. I feel like more than a lot of dancers I see, you really like embody it when you go. So tell us a little bit about musicality, about how, how it influences kind of how you start to put things together so that we can jump into the traveling steps and people who are struggling with their footwork. <laughs> so musicality in itself is so complex. There's so many different layers um, to the music and um, being able to train your ear so that you can hear the different layers and figure out what it is that you want to dance to, whether it's the, the beat or the rhythm or the melody, you know, or pick up those little small accents in the music, or if you want to um, dance to the vocals, you know, there's so many ways to dance to the vocals too. Um, it's just so many complex layers. And I think that's 
that's the beauty of um, oriental dance, Egyptian dance, is that because there's so many layers, there's so many different interpretations, and there's so many ways that you can dance and combine um, your steps and picking out the different pieces in the music. And um, I think that that adds to everybody's uniqueness, that adds to the variety in the performances. What is it, do you think that is the piece that people can really start to integrate into their practices to grow that musicality, right? To train the ear, to hear all of these different pieces in the song, because, you know, I I know, especially when we start a lot of times, like in this dance form, we can't do that. People can't pick out all of the different instruments and the different melody lines and everything that's happening because it just kind of sounds like a whole song. It doesn't have all of these pieces. And then you're right. The more you do it, all the pieces come in. So can you give us some tips and tricks on really building that musicality? So I, I think it's important to know your instruments. And I think it really starts with the instruments and knowing the sound of the instrument, um, whether it's, you know, percussive or a fluid or, a, you know, um, instrument. So like, let's say you have um, a violin and it's like, (laughs) so, you know, to you're like violin, it's smooth. I'm going to do something smooth. Yes. But even deeper and complex, there's different ways to play with the smoothness in the violin, right? You can take it, change your tempo. Um, There's just so many ways that you can, (laughs) it's so complex. It's so deep. Like there's, it's not a simple answer. Like Sarah says, it's complicated, (laughs) right? It absolutely is. And, but building that ear over time, what would you suggest people do to start to be able to even hear the violin out of everything else that's happening in a song? Play with toxins. Play with toxins. Find those different. Um, get on YouTube. You know, um, YouTube a violin toxin. YouTube a, a nave toxin. YouTube an oud toxin, and just play around with just the instrument. You know, close your eyes, see how. Listen to it what is happening, you know, um, and then listen to it again and slowly start to move and let your body naturally react. Mm -hmm. Keep playing with it in that way. And every time you do it, you'll hear something different. You'll move differently. Um, you'll start to embody the instrument so that when you start to stack those different instruments up, you can better tell what is happening. So like, you know, you're like, oh, the melody, the melody is the violin that's happening. Right. And then in percussion, you have, oh, there's the drum and there's, you know, um, an oud happening in the background, but the violin is the main voice, the main line in the music. So, you know, if I follow the violin, that's going do, 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 you know, (laughs) your body 
can go do, 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 right? Yes. And when you want to get a little bit more complicated, then you can add that percussion underneath it, the drums, maybe you, you know, um, or the oud underneath, and maybe it, you know, you want to add a little bit of percussive hips along with that smoothness of the violin to start layering the sounds together to make it a little bit more um, developed. So when you start to bring footwork, right, the idea of traveling steps into this, you've got the music, you're hearing the different parts. Do you find that there is a particular portion of the music that the footwork tends to go along with? Do you move between the different ones when you develop footwork in a musicality sense? How is it that that you personally interpret that and kind of bring it to a workshop like this when you're teaching other people how to how to do traveling steps in a in a musical fashion? In a musical fashion, yeah. So what I see a lot of times are when people are doing um, dancers are doing traveling steps are mostly percussive, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you have a mejance and the entrance is a malfouf and it's like doom, tak, tak, doom, tak, tak, doom, tak, tak, doom, tak, tak. And you're traveling on a stage and you're like triple, 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 but then mm-hmm. the music in and it's like how can you take that triple and still acknowledge the melody too mm-hmm. because we're no longer at just a rhythm the meat and the bones the potatoes are coming in into the song and you have to acknowledge that and I think um, when you can make a traveling step with, um, you know, following the melody, adding in that percussive, it just takes your dance to the next level. Yeah, I would agree. Like I tend to see most movement happening like on the drum beat, on the beat of the song and less within the vocals or the melody. And I think that's what makes it so surprising when you do see it, you take notice and you might not know why, right? You might not look at that dancer and go, oh, I know exactly what they're doing, but you notice, oh, something's a little different here. And it, it is very exciting to be able to move around to not just the beat of a song. Right. Yeah. So for people who are, they're listening to this, they're like, oh my goodness though, but footwork is my nemesis, right? Like they're already, footwork's already a thing, musicality's a thing. And now we're trying to travel we're adding footwork on the musicality. How, how do you tend to approach learning footwork and layering it in with all of these other pieces of the music for people who struggle with footwork? You can layer these, you know, all the different layers with simple steps. It doesn't have to be um, super difficult traveling steps. You can do so much with a, a, a sachet, a triple step and, you know, make it musical. Just, you know, maybe instead of, you know, just changing it up slightly (laughs) can totally just change the appearance and also match the melody. So starting from a a simple place and then layering from there, like as, 
as you feel comfortable, as you hear things in the music, it doesn't have to go totally bananas from the get-go. Right. One thing that I hear from people a lot, especially like in the age of online dancing, right? They're, they're dancing in their living rooms, in their bedrooms, wherever they might have a little bit of space is that when they're practicing footwork and they're, they're trying to add these traveling steps to their dance, they don't have the space to do that. Do you have any good advice for dancers who are struggling with like a smaller dance space at home who are trying to add in these, these traveling steps to their, to their dance? They're doing these choreographies. I am totally the wrong person <laughs> to ask this question. I take up so much space in my, in my online classes and I know my students in class don't have that much space, but I'm like over here and over there. <laughs> um, but you can still um, use traveling steps and just not travel as far or as big. You can still make those shapes. You can still move side to side, forward and back, just on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always recommended to people that after they're done with the class or the combo, uh, to like go outside or go somewhere where they do have more room and just do it like once, like all out, you know, if they've been doing it little in their space to then afterwards, like go do the thing somewhere big, just one time, just to see what it feels like uh-huh. and kind of get that energy in it, into it as well. I love that, Tiffany. That's a great idea. <laughs> I might have to start doing that in my new in my new studio. <laughs> We're still setting up and I really don't know how much space I'm going to have, so I think I'm going to have to start downsizing my steps to fit my space, but um that's a really great idea to just take it outside or just once the class is over, you know, just finding a bigger space and and moving around. Just give it a try. So who do you find, like, how have you developed this vocabulary? Cause you, you know, you said you move around during class, you, you expand, you, you take up space, which is great because I feel like we are not trained to take up space, right? A lot of times we're trained to keep it small and tiny and, and being able to do that requires you to know quite a lot of ways to get around, you know, and this is something I think that trips people up. They don't, they don't have the vocabulary of footwork to make it music, like to make it musical or to take up the space. So what are some of, how have you kind of developed this, this vocabulary over time? Um, well, I've gotten a lot of my footwork, um, from studying with Mohammed Shaheen. Mm-hmm. Um, he is spectacular with footwork and, um, early on in my dance career, I mean, I, I traveled all over like to his festival or when they were hosting him somewhere close to me because I enjoyed the the feeling of taking bigger steps. Like I just, I like taking up space and he encouraged it and showed me how to do it. And, you know, uh, in an unapologetic way, right? And in unique ways too. Along with the musicality, I feel like that's something that really, really defines your style to me is like, 
is that unapologeticness. Like you just show up and you are the music and this is like, you don't, you don't seem to lack confidence in it. I think a lot of dancers, like they, they show up and they, they're not all there. They're not all in. And when you show up and you dance to the music, you're like, yes, I have interpreted the music and this is what it is. And like, for me, not for everybody, but like you, you put that out there and it's gorgeous. I absolutely adore that about you and your dancing. I think um, a lot of that comes from my cheerleading days. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> All the, you know, cheerleading facials are like, yeah, trucker support. Yeah, let's go team. <laughs> so like a lot of that really stuck with me. We, you know, we used to do like competitions and stuff. So like you really have to like ham it up and just own it, whether you know it or you're you don't. Mm -hmm. And even if your brain's going a million miles, like that's not right. I didn't do that right. Holy crap that I missed that step or I'm going to do this. What is happening to music? Like this is still like, all right, I'm here, you know, let's go. <laughs> that's awesome. Chudney. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for talking a little bit about musicality and footwork and, and how people can kind of start to integrate the two because I really I feel like there's there is a missing piece there and I'm excited for this workshop because I feel like it's going to make that that bridge for people between these two so tell people how can they find you on the internet what have you got going on how can they follow along with your new adventures in Florida and online and everything that's going to come with that so you can find me online at www.chudneyrocks with a K <laughs> dot com. Um, I currently teach classes online and um, I also have a membership platform, Chudney Rocks Online. Um, it's on demand with live classes monthly. And um, I also have regular um, weekly classes that I do online via Zoom, so. Awesome. I have one last question for you before we let you go, Vin getting everybody to talk a little bit about the their positive experiences through the pandemic with those ones that we do have what would you say is the most positive dance experience you've had throughout the past 18 months i would say just um my weekly classes just you know just having everybody just hang in there and just push through it's um it's really encouraging and um it motivates me to see other dancers really pushing themselves you know mentally through all the things that are happening in their lives and that they're still finding time to um you know, celebrate themselves, take time for themselves and um, just working through this all together. It, it has been quite the lifeline for a lot of dancers throughout, yeah. throughout the pandemic. Well, Chudney, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. And I can't wait for everybody to jump into your Making It Musical class. It's going to be awesome. Everyone thanks. who's listening, thanks for being here and we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Tiffany. Bye, everyone. Bye. Finding our own musicality can be tricky, and layering it into the different parts of our dance 
That's a whole nother level. I hope that Chudney was able to give you some ideas and spark some light bulb moments for the next time that you practice your footwork and traveling steps. You can check out Chudney's contribution to this year's bundle, Make It Musical, Traveling Steps, and her website and socials on the show notes page at thebellydancebundle.com slash 85. Now, it's time to go hit the dance floor with your favorite song. Today, you're working on traveling to the music. <laughs> 